Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cyber Inspiration Podcast. My name is Evgeny. I've been around security for the last 20 years, and I have a lot of experience working with a variety of cybersecurity vendors. My main work is vendor consulting and cybersecurity advisory. As part of my passion in technology and cyber, I always intrigued to learn how company starts. I started the podcast to understand the thinking process and what motivated people to start their own company. This podcast is also affiliated with Security Architecture Podcast. I have a pleasure today to talk to Moti from Surf and understand their journey in the company. Moti, can you please tell me about yourself? Hello, Evgeny. Thank you for hosting me. It's a pleasure to be here and be part of your podcast. My name is Moti Yakov. I am the CEO of Co-Founder at Surf Security. In the last 20 years, I was a CISO and a security expert of various startups to large corporates. And I started Surf as inspiring as my work and my experience and my pain and my challenges as a CISO to deliver a new product that hopefully will revolutionize this whole area and reinvent the way that security people work and the way that security is working inside the company. Moti, can you tell me a bit more about what Surf does? Surf is a zero trust enterprise browser. So it's a browser that was built from day one for enterprise. That means that if you look today on the biggest players in the consumer browser, what they built is a browser that what they think, especially to done, is tracking you in order to give you a very targeted ad. And enterprise user is an area that they probably neglect. So they are not thinking when they are designing any feature or how the enterprise user that now need to do forensics or now need to access banking system or now need to access his resources in the company will behave. So we built self from the beginning in order to bring the same experience that user have on the Chrome or Microsoft Edge. And we built it based on Chrome. So what we did and this is what the beauty of Surf, we created a secure endpoint environment for both bring your own PC and also for managed services. So it can work in both ways. And this way we are actually allowing employees or contractors or third party to work whenever or when, whenever or however they want. And we provide a very granular access control, DLP. We have data encryption, we have policy management. And we are doing so while keeping the productivity of the user and privacy of the user as well. Thank you. Very good explanation. You guys are a relatively new company. What happened, what, a year ago, two years ago that drove you to understand you want to create such company? Me and Ziv were working together in our previous company that was acquired in 2018 by CME Group. And we were always thinking about how we can actually leverage our knowledge and the tools that we were using and the knowledge that we had in Chromium open source and to use it in order to deliver a security solution. And when we saw that there is a wide margin of the user that all the day, the only thing that they are using in the computer is the browser. We were thinking if browser is the most used app, even more than the operating system, even more than which device they are using. The first thing that people are doing, for example, when they get a Windows machine, they go to Microsoft Edge and they download Google Chrome because they want to have the bookmark, they want to have the same experience, they want to have the same UX UI that they get used to. So we were feeling that because we already built a product that was based on Chromium there, we were thinking what will happen if we instead 
instead of building security solution that will see like another app on the machine or like an agent, we will actually write into the code of the browser. That means that we can create inside the browser sub-processes between major component and major processes and engines inside Chromium, which are used in every browser. And we can actually put there some kind of screening so we can control the ingress and the egress of everything that happened in the browser. So think about this like an idea that we can control every aspect of the browser. Now, what we figure out, maybe working here in, this, in the offices in London, was the most used application by far is the browser. And companies and startups and from all the world moved and moving to the cloud. They wanted to be agile and they wanted to save cost. So creating an infrastructure for production or SaaS service, it's much, much easier than building it in-house and on-prem. So we took the browser, we put inside our capabilities of DLP, Zero Trust. This was the first one, Secure Web Gateway inside the system. We added features as people ask, for example, for SSH and RDP. So we were all the time communicating with CISOs and having with them this conversation about what they think will bring them value. If I may add, I created here a group that called Cyber Kingdom. And in this group, they are today around 240 CISOs from a wide range of companies here in the UK. Some of them are subsidiaries of US companies. And I took with them the validation and the feedback that I was getting for them is how someone was thinking about this until now. So it sounds to be so reasonable to do it inside the browser. Why people didn't do it until now? So we took all this consideration into place. We took many fast retreat that just now been released. And we decided that we will build a new whole browser because that's the only way to build it. You actually stole my next question. I wanted to ask, how did you validate the solution? And it looks like you already did it. So what's next? You. you had an idea. You went to validate it with the people. Did you went to build it or you went to raise money? The first thing we wanted to get after we had the validation is to build a team. And we were thinking to hire people that had the experience and expertise in the area that we had. And I'm so happy that we had an ex-colleagues and peers that joined for us and volunteered in the first few months and coded together with the first versions and the MVPs so we can actually try to see what value it creates to the end users and what kind of challenges we might have on the way and also check the capabilities. So the first thing was to hire the right people and to hire people that come and join you because they are feel very aligned with the vision that we are actually with now with this tool. We are not creating a one trick pony. It's not one feature. It's a whole platform that on top of it, now we have capabilities, for example, of DLP or zero trust access or multi-factor authentication. Added recently just an RDP and SSH directly from the browser. And we are now adding also tools that for CIOs and IT team, like we can check the CPU on the machine on each one of the third and the core. We can check for memory. We can detect problems. And so we can allow people to be proactive when they are working, interacting with people that access to the company resources. 
Interesting. So you just mentioned about a lot of different features that usually not exist in a traditional browser. And I'm wondering, is this something you guys came up or the customer requested such ideas and such uh, solutions and you guys listened to the customer and went with this? So every customer is a new use case. And <laughs> that's the thing that we like to say. Every customer have his own vision because first they are feeling very enlightened. Oh, that's something that it sounds really interesting. Like how nobody were building this or why, why we can do it with existing Chrome. And then they are coming with their own requirements and every company have this, their own. For example, we have one of the banks that we work with, they have a certificate on each machine. So they want to validate the certificate before the user is even able to authenticate or to access his phone. We have another company that for them, the access control. So user can access to specific links and URL. It's important. One of the things that we put in the first place was whatever we are going to do, we are not going to limit ourselves to specific apps. So there will be no configuration going just for a specific SaaS application. Everything we are going to build is going to be based on a URL. So every application that exists today and will exist in the future, we can give all our set of features based on just the URL. For example, one of the most common tools that we have is the MFA transaction. So that means that you can now define uh, for a specific URL inside your SaaS or inside your on-prem or for any URL that when someone is approaching this URL and everything afterwards, it will pop up an MFA that they are now using. It can be from Okta, it can be any other IDP. And then it will ask the user to re-authenticate and put their credentials again. Thank you. In many cases, and it's more like a business question, when you go to a customer, customers may like your solution, but say, oh, I wish you had this feature. And then it will buy you. And I'm wondering, as a business person, what would you do? You tell the customer, Mr. Customers, buy the solution and we develop it for you, or you develop it as part of the POC. So we generally develop it as part of the POC. Again, we have people that are experts in cybersecurity, but also experts in building inside Chrome. And today, if this use case, this feature that they are requesting is aligned with our product market fit, yes, why not? We, we can develop it and we can shift it. Why yes? Maybe yeah. have, what if they're not going to buy the solution? If it doesn't meet our product market fit, so probably, yeah, no. So we will not go for it. I understand. Uh, I'm, but I'm asking more about why would you create it if the customer not going to buy it? So would the customer commit to buy your solution if you create this feature, for example? So I less care if the customer in the end will pay. That's what maybe it sounds ridiculous, but more important for me is to get customer feedback okay. at that stage that I'm in. So I am less worried regarding my ARR or my revenue. I am more important for me that the value that I'm creating for the company that is now using me and that people in the IT and people that are developers and in any course, everyone that you serve on their daily basis will enjoy it and will understand the value that it creates for them. Uh, we received several days ago from a CISO of one of the companies we work in. He said, thank you for making my life much easier. When we added the bookmark importing function, and that was a requirement by a client. Uh, and we had it in another client that he, another customer that installed it, the person was said, wow, I can now, you know, see all my bookmark. And 
then the company itself says, hey, maybe, you know, instead of sending email now to everyone, hey, we changed this link from ABC to this link of the wiki or the Jira. Maybe we can just, you know, simply change it to everyone inside the browser. And we did this as well. So things are growing in area according to the request. In the end, every company, the main reason that it's actually being established is to give value and create value to the customer and to the clients. This is the best go-to market. If you can go back to the beginning of the serve days, what mm -hmm. do you re recommend to yourself to do potentially differently? I, I think we first we invested a lot of time in market validation before we started. So I think that we were probably will use less time and we just go ahead. If we were converting everyone that we were speaking in the validation about the, the idea, if we will convert them into some kind of POC, that's also a good tip that I can give to entrepreneurs that they should keep this kind of channel between them and the potential client very open and warm. Yeah. I'm going to switch to what I call the dark side, where you tell st stuff that didn't work as you expected. What can you share that really didn't work for you? Or you're like, oh my God, why do I even start this company? I should do something else. So of course, when you're meeting with, I think that one thing that is when meeting with investors. So you need to explain your idea and then you need, they're seeing the marketplace, they're seeing other players. And then sometimes it's totally different from what you're building and what is unique in what you're building. And again, you have some, you know, you get rejections from investors in the market that just called you a day before, hey, I want to give you a check. I want you to invest. And then you get a very cold shoulder for them. So I think that that's something that exists inside the, our economy, inside our ecosystem, things that I would skip. If I could go and work directly with the selection of number of VCs that I had, we received several VCs. Some of the VCs we were thinking that will not fit us. And some of them we were thinking how our board will look like. So I think that in the end, we decided that we will focus about people that will bring us value and people that will, it's nice, it's good to have in our board and people that we feel that there is a chemistry between me and Ziv and them. And I think that we selected very wide, the right people that also help and contribute to the company and its development. Nice, makes sense. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I am good. Thank you very much for having me, Evgeny. It was a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you, Moti, for sharing your story. For everybody that's listening, please continue listening and sharing and leave us comments. Thank you very much, everyone.